Go above your comfort level and you'll surprise yourself. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, hey, welcome in. I trust you're having an awesome week. You're listening to the 48 Days Radio Show. Hey, each week we take about 48 minutes to dive into real-life questions about finding your passion, deciding what kind of life you want to live. Yes, that's the first step. Decide what kind of life you live. Then we find or create work that allows you to show up every day, excited to be able to do something that is meaningful, fulfilling, and profitable. Well, that's the sequence. Welcome to the 40 Days Radio Show. Here's some of the questions we're going to be looking at today. Dan, what's the best way to guest post and get my name out there? Well, I got some real life examples I'll share with you. Do I need a coach training program that's certified? How do I get a mentor? Now, how, what about this one? I love this one. Dan, the things I love to do, I lack the courage to do. Well, we need to look at that one a little bit. Hey, we got some good news. Always good news out there. I don't care what you is. You're hearing on the TV and the radio. There's good news. You know, I've almost stopped listening to even NPR. Used to think they had just a lot of variety of things that were interesting, but more and more they've been drawn into the bad news loop, it seems. So I don't listen to that either. I got my radio set, Bluetooth, autom automated. So when I get in, it picks up on the podcast. When I get in my car, that is, it picks up on the podcast that I was listening to earlier in the day. Just continues with that. That's the kind of stuff I want to listen to, the things where I can choose. And it's positive, uplifting, pure, clean, inspiring. That's what I want in my mind. Well, here's our Cliff Feitner poem for the day. You know, Cliff is a very active member of 48 Days Eagles community. He writes poems every day. I just did an endorsement for his first book that he's getting out, which he is publishing, incidentally. This was a surprise to me. He's publishing with a publisher who's also in the 48 Days Eagles community, somebody that I was not familiar with, William Parker, who is a publisher of a publishing company. So anyway, I'd love to see the connections being made there. Well, here's Cliff's poem for the day. You say you are killing time. I say that should be a crime. Each precious minute deserves something in it. Each second should be treated as prime. Well, I love those thoughts. Inspirational indeed. Positive humorous, but also inspirational. Well, here's a quotation for today. This comes from Sir Richard Branson. I listened to a podcast of his just recently. And, um, well, a podcast where he was a guest on it. And he said this, a business is simply coming up with an idea that will make people's lives better. That kind of breaks things down. Kind of breaks it down. It's not complicated. Just come up with an idea that'll make people's lives better. And you got the business, a business idea. Then the challenge is make it work. Come up with a way to put legs on that. Well, here's some, um, we're going to move into the good news section here. Got a note from Tom Mucha, who put together, he interviewed a whole bunch of career experts and put together an in-depth guide to asking questions in a job interview. 
Now, he put this together in a really beautifully done ebook and sent it to me. And I said, golly, Tom, are you, are you serious? You want me just to share this, you know, no cost or anything with my listeners? He said, yeah, just share it. It's really well done. So here's the deal. Go to questionsforinterviewer.com. That's not just interview, questionsforinterviewer.com. I'll put that in the show notes as well. But just go there and you can open up to this ebook that he's put together about how to handle an interview well. And it's really well done. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate that. Well, our business partner today is Fresh Books. You hear me talk about them. If there's one thing that can complicate a business quickly, it's not having your financials in order. I mean, I've been guilty of this. And believe me, there have been times when I've really messed up big time. I don't want to do that again. I want to keep things straight and clean. I want to know what I owe the IRS and have deposits made in advance. Well, you can do that for fresh books. They make things drastically simple, like invoicing, tracking expenses, getting paid online. I mean, they've fundamentally changed how now more than 10 million people deal with their paperwork. The the easy invoicing is really one of the things that is most important to me. Send invoices instantly. It takes about 30 seconds to create a really cool looking invoice with your logo on there and everything. If you've got that preset up, then you can send it. And then you see when somebody sees it. So this old guessing game about, eh, I don't think I ever saw that. No, you see when they see it. And the old thing about, hey, the check's in the mail. No, you know exactly if they paid you or not. So it makes online payments easy. It makes getting payments easy. You can track your expenses. Just take pictures of your receipts and it'll calculate them just where you need them. Hey, all those things make it really easy. Well, they're giving you a month-long unrestricted free trial, which I highly recommend. No credit card required. You can just start the trial. And if you like it, continue. And if you don't, stop. Go to freshbooks.com slash 48 days and enter 48 days in the how did you hear about us section. Again, just go to freshbooks.com slash 48 days and then enter 48 days in the how did you hear about us section. Well, congratulations go out. I put a note in the 48 days Eagles community about this. Our one of the coaching mastery coaches, Anna Powers, just broke the six figure mark in her business for this year. Now, this is in her business. So she launched a coaching, consulting, copywriting business, was in our coaching mastery program. This is the middle of October, a little more than the middle of October, as I'm saying this. And she just broke six figures in her business. Now, here's the killer. She's still working full-time in her core career. She's an attorney. She has a position working with a small firm. She's still working five days a week. And in her side business, by using the 15-hour principle that I talk about so much, she used those 15 hours all this year and just broke six figures in her side business while she still has a full-time job. Now, is that a pretty easy transition point? Yeah, you better believe it. I mean, Anna's single, so she has a mortgage to pay. So she didn't hear me telling her, hey, just quit your job. We'll figure this out. No, she heard me saying, start your business, do it smart, invest the 15 hours, build it up. Now, my encouragement always is when you get to the point where you're 
generating 50% of your current income, yeah, then you can probably look at just making a full transition. Well, she blew past that, but she's obviously in a great position. But now the question is, and we talked about this yesterday, the question is, does she want to leave her full-time position? She enjoys the company she's working with. She likes the coworkers. She likes the camaraderie there. It may make sense for her to continue that and still just continue putting in 15 hours a week. If she can generate $100,000 on the side, well, that's a pretty cool combination. So sometimes the best option is and not either or. Well, speaking of 48 Days Eagles, we got a promotion going right now where if you join between now and the end of October, you will get a free Eagles t-shirt. I'll send you a video specifically to you and ask you what size you want and we'll send you a, a free Eagles shirt to get started. We're still at $30 a month and tend to keep it there through the end of this month before we raise it, but uh, it's $30 a month still, 48dayseagles.com. You can get all the information there. You can see videos that give you kind of behind the scenes look and you can see an application. It's not an automatic join anymore. We did that for the first 500 members, but now we're slowing things down. We want an application and want to make sure that the people coming in have some contribution to be made as well as just what they need. Had 12 new members yesterday and two of those were attorneys, two were pastors, other interesting backgrounds as well, but it was interesting to see some of those careers in place for people coming in. So, hey, check out 48dayseagles.com. It's the hottest new thing we've got going to encourage people. You know, a lot of times, even if you know how to put together a resume, you know how to do a job search, you know what you're doing in your business, but it can still feel pretty isolated. You can still get discouraged. You need to be connected with other people who are on the same path. And this is the best way I know to do that. A couple things in the news. One of the things I, that I saw in the business week was that we can say goodbye to Black Friday. You know, Black Friday is that day right after Thanksgiving where everybody rushes out and purchases. You know, only 35% of shoppers who plan to buy, you know, big things for Christmas say that they're even going to try to take advantage of Black Friday. Only 35%. That's down from 51% last year and 59% 2015. You know what's happening? People expect discounts year round. And when discounts become common, they lose their appeal. Now, just think about it. You know, if something is available only one day a year, wow, it really gets your attention. There's the anticipation. You wait for it. If there's a discount 365 days a year, yeah, it loses its appeal. And retailers have gotten so used to having to provide discounts all the time. I mean, you go into Macy's or Nordstrom's, even big box retailers like that, I mean, you don't see retail prices. You see it was this, but now it's marked down. Well, there's a business principle in there as well. When there are formulas, when there are discounts, when there are, you know, only three days left, and then you see it again the next week, only three days left, and you see, you know, closing, closing the doors, and you see that month after month after month at these carpet places around town, closing sale, well, it loses its impact. We got to be very conscious of that when we are doing business things, especially in the online space. You can wear your audience out 
and they'll not miss, they'll not trust you anymore. It's like the little boy crying fox. Well, you cry fox twice when there's really no fox just to see if people respond. The third time there really is a fox, you cry fox and nobody comes. They think, eh, he's just kidding us again. There's a lot of that going on out there. We got to do some things smart in the business space if we're going to continue to be successful. Now, one of the things that people ask me about a lot, well, people, people have pretty set opinions about, you know, gee, Dan, I'm 53 years old. You know, with age discrimination, nobody's going to hire me. Gee, Dan, I'm 47 years old. You know, with age discrimination, are you kidding me? I mean, it's just bogus. I mean, big companies are increasingly on the hunt for workers over 50 with unemployment rates as low as they are. I mean, everybody's scrambling to find people to hire And a lot of companies are realizing that people who have mature skills and temperaments, they have, you know, talents that have been proven and refined. Golly, those are exactly the people that they're looking for. So there's a lot of companies out there that are, I I talked about a recent job fair here in Nashville that was specifically set up for over 50. Now you would think, well, you're going to have two or three companies that even want to bother setting up to hire. No, they were expecting 20. They had over 200 companies that wanted space in this conference that was set up specifically to only attract over 50 workers over age 50. That is not over 50. So now CVS, the pharmacy chain is hiring older workers. They have a new initiative in place that's called talent is ageless. They recognize the mature work skills that people over 50 have. And they're also looking to increase the workforce where they then assign those older workers with younger workers. That's a really popular program. There's a whole lot of companies out there, United Health Group. Um, well, there's a whole list of companies. You can check them out, but just don't, don't buy into that. Don't be deceiving yourself by trying to convince yourself there's age discrimination. If you're 50 years old, nobody's going to hire you. No, you prove your marketability, your value, and people are going to want you on their team, whether you're 16 years old or whether you're 76, it's going to happen. Well, here's some good news things. Here's a couple of things that I really thought were cool. Teen prodigies create app that could end school lunch hunger. Now these are three girls, three gals went together and they created an app whereby parents can purchase lunch in in advance for their children. This is real common. You can load like a debit card in essence, but they created an app where you can do this online, where you provide money for your kids to get their lunches. But you can also say, Hey, yeah, I'll give two or $3 to provide a meal for another child in our community. And so they've created an app to do this, to funnel the funds in the right way. I love that. And these are just three high school girls that did this. They put this thing together. It's getting a lot of attention. It is called food for thought, food for thought. So they're just launching this thing. They've got a GoFundMe campaign. They got a grant from Allstate already for that. And they're getting it out there. Food for Thought, just a simple app to allow parents to to share their beneficiary a little bit with other kids who might be in need. You know, there's a lot of people in need. And as we go into the holidays here, we're going to be seeing that more and more. I, I had kind of a strange incident happen just this morning where I woke up this morning 
And I was thinking about a particular gentleman who I've not talked to in probably over a year. But the last time I talked to him, he was in really desperate shape. This is a gentleman who 10 years ago was wearing $1,000 suits, flying first class, putting together conferences around the country, seemingly just unstoppable success. Some things happen, kind of a snowball, <clears throat> complicated with, I suspect, you know, some mental instability. And he is down and out, totally down. And out. I woke up just thinking about him. I was on the treadmill and I made some notes about the fact that I need to write about how failure can keep you down. Typically, we see when somebody has been at a high level and then they go through a down period, they come back up because they know the principles. They did it once, they can come back up. But every once in a while, we see somebody who goes down after success and stays there. Well, there's some foundational pillars that have to be in place. I made a note to myself based on thinking about this particular gentleman, that I needed to bring that up and create a little ebook just on that, how to protect those five foundational pillars. And I'll do that. I'll keep you informed when I get that ready. I don't have it ready yet, but I made a note while I was on a treadmill about that. I got off the treadmill, flipped on my phone to messages, and I had a message that had come in last night at 1020 from that gentleman. He was in a parking lot out of gas, had nothing to eat, had his pet cat with him. Again, totally in one of those positions, said people had stolen money from him. I, never, I don't know if that's true or not. But anyway, described his plight and asked if I would give him $10 through PayPal so he could get gas in his car and at least move out of the parking lot where he was parked illegally. Now, there's a whole lot of things that kind of come into play there. You know, I don't believe in serendipity in terms of things just being random coincidences. Uh, I think there were some things in place that brought him to mind in a way after he had actually sent me a message that I was unaware of. But yes, I did jump on. I mean, when you're, when you're blessed and have opportunity to give, I heard Dolly Parton in an interview this week, she's got a brand new album out for kids. And she's talked about the responsibility that comes from being blessed. When you are successful, then there is not only the responsibility, but the opportunity to help others. And certainly we want to do that. Now, I didn't go back to this guy and say, well, gee, what messed up decisions have you made that now once again have you in this position? I didn't do any of that. I just, I sent him a hundred dollars told him, I hope that today was much better than yesterday. You know, it's just one of the things that when we when we find ourselves in a position where th some things have gone well, boy, what, what a great position to be in. But certainly we don't want to forget times when we too struggled. I mean, I've been there where people helped me. I'm sure most of you have experienced the ups and downs as well. So when things are up, Absolutely. It's not a time to hoard and be greedy. It's a time to reach out and help others. And certainly going into the holidays, we're going to see more and more opportunities to do that. It's also a time when more and more people are discouraged. So it's a time for us to encourage others. We need to encourage ourselves, but we need to encourage others during this time because it can be kind of a grim reminder that, wow, things aren't going as well as I had hoped this year. You know, should I even roll into another year? Well, Let's go to a couple more positive ones here. Here's a stray dog that crashes a wedding and then finds his own happily ever after. Now, this is a, a hilarious story. It's been going around out there. You've probably seen it. But here was a couple 
down in Brazil who were having an outdoor wedding and it started to rain just before their wedding. They went inside under a tent and they found that here was a stray dog who found his way in under the tent as well. Just a muddy stray dog. So some of the wedding organizers escorted the dog back outside only to see him wander back in a little later. And right when they were exchanging their vows, the stray dog wandered in down the aisle for the third time and popped down right on top of the bride's veil. You know, those long veils that go all the way down on the ground, laid down on the veil. Well, the bride says, it was a very pleasant surprise for me because I love animals. I liked it very much. So she wasn't dismayed by this. She thought it was humorous. They laughed and laughed about it. And they allowed the dog to stay for the reception. They fed him some food from the buffet. Well, they ended up adopting the dog. So here's a brand new married couple. A dog wandered in on their wedding, laid on the bride's veil, made himself so a part of their wedding ceremony, they decided to adopt him and they now have. He was totally astray, no sign of any home for the dog, so he's become their their dog. Well, pretty cool story. Here's one. This actually comes from Poland. You know, there are a lot of places, especially like uh, public parks where there are security cameras that are watching what's going on. And a lot of times, you know, they see things that really aren't very pleasant. Well, sometimes it is pleasant. Here's a security camera, and they captured three young guys walking up to a homeless guy sleeping on a bench. Now, you kind of anticipate what's coming next, because that, that's the kind of news that you hear about. These the guys, you know, rolled him over, stole what he No, that's not true at all. These guys were carrying a blanket, and they put it over the guy on the bench and just kind of tucked him in. And they went out. Now, they didn't know they were being videoed. They just did what they thought was right. Three teenagers. I mean, doesn't it restore your faith in teenagers? I mean, there's a lot of this going on. These are the things we don't hear about. Well, the boys were identified because of being captured on video. And the mayor of their city called them in and gave them all smartwatches as a thank you for their actions. That's good news. Love the good news. Well, keep it coming. If you got good news, hey, share it with me. Incidentally, if you got questions or good news or your, your own success story you'd like for me to share, like Anna's, just shoot that to me at askdan at 48days.com. This comes from Sadine from Little Rock, Arkansas. Just a quick note. He said, I appreciate your answer to my previous question, blah, blah, blah. On the show, you often mention the story of the incredible business growth that began with other individuals in your church in Nashville sometime back. And I believe you've said that there's a book detailing how this came to pass. I'd like to provoke a generation of young men like myself and my church to similar great works. And I'd like to read that story. I know you've mentioned it on the podcast before. Would you mind doing so once more for my benefit? Well, I've already communicated with Sadine on this, and I'm going to send him a copy of Let the River Run. That's the title of the book. It's not really available out there. It is, it's just a marvelous story about what happened in the, the life of Christ Church 25 years ago, a little more than that now. But um, that's a time when Dave Ramsey and I, we're the ones that are talked about primarily in the story about some of the things that exploded out of that church. There was a real entrepreneurial kind of explosion. 
convergence of things that came together. The church has tried to replicate that event many, many times since then. And it's one of those things you just can't repeat. You can't create it. It was just something that happened, convergence of some things. The timing seemed to be right, but that is the story. And I'm certainly delighted to have you ask about that. Sydney and I've got a copy of that on the way to you. Let the River Run by the current pastor of the church, Dan Scott. This comes from Cliff, who says, on a recent podcast, you spoke on the topic of creating an Amazon merch account. Do you have additional resources on how to get started? Keep up the excellent work that resonates with so many listeners. Now, this this is a question that just won't go away. And, and I'm thrilled about that because we have such great resources to help people in Amazon merch. If you go to provenamazoncourse.com slash 48 days, that's the starting point. That's a course that our friend Jim Cochran has put together with a lot of other talented people on his staff. And that course includes a new course for Amazon merch, Amazon merch being the place where you can put up t-shirt designs. When people buy them, you get a royalty. There's no cost to put them up there. We've got a thing going in the 48 days Eagles community right now where we have people putting up designs. And as those designs sell, we are putting those royalties and the royalties are coming in. I love seeing those come in. They're going into just a nest egg the Eagles nest egg where we can then use that for scholarships or to help people who are in a particular tough position. We can use that for anything. We might invest in a new business that you've got coming along. So that's how we're using it. But again, yeah, we we're delighted to pass on that information. Again, just go to provenamazoncourse.com slash 48 days and you'll see that information there. Now this comes from Aaron says, Dan, thanks for always being uplifting and encouraging. Your podcast is the only one that I save each episode and reply from time to time. I have two questions. What is the best approach to be able to connect with others in order to guest post and get started, get start getting my name out there? Second, I asked this question a couple of weeks ago, never received a return message. Well, I apologize about that. You know, I, when, when I choose questions, I simply go through a long list of questions and I select usually six or eight that I pull out that I use here in the podcast. So certainly a lot of those don't get responded to. I hope that our autoresponder at least lets you know that we got it. And uh, we thank you for that, even if we don't get to all those questions. But the second question Aaron is asking is this, is your coaching with excellence program, a certified program with ICF? I'm curious because I like your version better, but wonder if the certification is all that important to begin with. Now, let me take those in order. So the first one, Aaron is asking about what's the best way to being able to connect with others in order to guest post and start getting my name out there. Now, this is a, this is not that complex and certainly you can do this, but most of what we see are people doing it poorly. Gee, I want a guest post. You've got a big audience. I want to put a guest post on your blog. I hear from people, tons and tons and tons of people. You know the address, Ask Dan at 48 Days. I get probably 20 to 30 messages a week in there that are, I want a guest post. I want to be a guest on your site. I want to be a guest on your podcast. You know, people that I've never heard of 
That's their first approach. That is a really, really poor approach. Let me give you a couple examples here, and then I'll tell you how to do it much better. Here's one that I, I just, in response to this question, I just went back and grabbed two that I got just yesterday. Hello, webmaster. How's that for a warm, cordial greeting? Hello, webmaster. My name is Alex, and this came to me, you know, at the Ask Dan at 48days.com mailbox. My name is Alex. I'm a manager of some writing services, and currently I'm looking for excellent quality and related websites for advertising. I have no idea what that means. Anyway, your website appears to meet my requirements. Thus, I'm writing to inquire if you're interested in text link ads or guest post publication at your site. I believe my site would perfectly suit your website's content and we would greatly supplement each other's needs. Hoping for a positive reply from you soon. Thanks for your attention. Now, there's nothing in there connected with me. There's nothing in there that let me know that he knows anything about my site at all or who I am. It's just a blanket spam message. And I can't imagine anybody that would reply positively to that. And yet I get tens and tens and tens of those messages just like that. I want to have a guest post on your site. Well, I don't take guest posts on my site. People ought to recognize that. We have way too much content to get out, sharing of stories about people that are, are real people that I know. So I don't do that. People ought to recognize that, but they do it anyway. So it's just, it's just spam. Here's another one. Now th- this is, this, this one, it really takes the cake. Name, guy's name is Charlie. Hi, hope you are doing well. Have attached one article which can be published on your 48 days site. Here's the article that he is insisting that I publish on my site. Bid goodbye to the woes of cleaning pet hair with specially designed vacuum cleaners. Now, I'm not making this up. Bid goodbye to the woes of cleaning pet hair with specially designed vacuum cleaners. He's got an article on that with links, of course, that'll get him ad revenue, I suppose. Please find the attached article, review it, and publish it. I mean, I can't imagine anybody being so ignorant as to think that that would work. Now, let's get away from the bad news and go to the good news. I've had people guest post on my site periodically because they're people that I know where there's been an established relationship and then they wrote something significant. I mean, I've run a... uh, Articles on my site from Darren Hardy, who was, was at the time publisher of Success Magazine, because they were really well done. They were pertinent to my audience. And so I asked him permission to run those on my site. Have there been people who have approached me? Sure. There have been a lot of people in the 48 Days community who I know and who have been you know, to events of ours, who have commented or who have purchased product from us, who you know, who I know, who I see, that's a whole different story. Have I guest posted? I've guest posted on lots and lots of people's sites. People like Michael Hyatt. How is that possible? I mean, there's thousands of people who would like to guest post on my, with Michael Hyatt. Well, it's because we're friends. How do we become friends? You know, is that just some kind of random luck? Coincidence? No, I started commenting on his blog post. I started showing up 
at events where he was a speaker. I started purchasing courses and products from him. So we developed a relationship whereby he trusted me. And over time, sure, now I've been a guest on his you know, video interviews that he shares with his platform university and that he puts out there. We share lots of content back and forth. So what you do is you develop a relationship first. Then you can ask anything you want to. It's, it's like there's a Gary Vanacek book. One of his more recent ones is jab, 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 right hook. Because the, the message is give, give, give. Then you can ask for something. You know, there's, there's popular ideas out there right now that you should never send out an email without having a call to action, without having a buy button. I think that's garbage. I mean, 95% of the things we send out don't ask you to do anything. They just, we're just trying to give you information that helps you and that encourages and inspires you. Then when we do ask for something, sure, people respond. That's why when I talk about 40 Days Eagles, People don't just think, well, here's the lab, the, the next thing, you know, Dan's selling. It's no, I've learned to trust Dan because I've listened to him for 10 years in a podcast, been getting his newsletter for 15 or whatever. And so there's a much different feeling about that. And so that's why I can open that up. And yeah, we had 12 applications for new members in the 40 Days Eagles. It's a very different thing when you've established a relationship with somebody where you are trusted you trust them. So that's what you have to do, Aaron. You have to do things to get on the, on the radar of these people who have sites where you'd like to be seen. So start commenting, you know, get involved. That's one of the things we see in, of course, in 48 Days Eagles is people get to know each other. So then people say, hey, I think I'd be a good fit for your podcast. Wow, that's a lot different. Or we have people saying, I'm starting a podcast. I know you 10 people out there because of your connection here and what I see you doing and talk about, you guys would be candidates to be on my podcast. Would you be interested? So we see lots of that transference going back and forth. We see people who say, I have a legal question. You know, should I form an S corp or an LLC? And we'll have five attorneys jump in and say, here's what I would recommend. They're not selling anything. They're offering advice because they have background in that particular area. So start connecting with people in your area of expertise like that. This isn't an overnight thing. This isn't a quick thing. This isn't in 30 days, you're going to have 10 opportunities to guest post, but this is in six months. You can, if you build the relationships first, focus on the relationships, the business part comes later, later. Now, second question that he had, then I want to address this real quickly and we'll move on. Is your coaching with excellence program, a certified program with ICF that's international coach federation. I'm curious because I like your version better, but wonder if the certification is all that important to begin with. Well, this is, um, I'm going to tell you our opinion on this because we've researched this a lot. I resisted the idea of having a certification program through 48 days for years because I said, it's not important. Nobody on the street cares. It's like real estate people. They have acronyms after their name a mile long. Nobody but another realtor would even know what they mean. They don't mean anything to the person on the street, the potential purchaser. Well, with coaching, it's like that. You can be ICF certified. You can have your master's coach certification. We've identified over 300 organizations around the world that offer certification. And here's, here's the, the killer. Those certifications vary from 
send in $39 and we'll tomorrow send you a certification showing that you're certified as a coach. And they go all the way up to a two-year in-house program at Johns Hopkins University to get certified as a coach. So the standards for being certified are not clear at all. It's all over the board. Anybody can offer you certification. You can create your own certification board and certify yourself if you want to. So it's a dicey kind of thing. One of my beefs about certification programs is that most of them, and I'm talking 99% of them, have nothing to do with competence. All they do is verify that you purchased some material. And I can name some very well-known names in a certification world where all you have to do, you buy the material. So you pay, you know, $695 or whatever. You get their material. You tell them, yeah, I watched the videos and you get a certificate of that, that you are certified as a coach. Well, that's preposterous. I mean, what meaning does that have if there's no connection to coaching competence? Now, that's why we have developed a certification program. It is not certified through ICF. International Coach Federation is the most recognized organization, but we, and, and we're very familiar with what's required to be ICF certified. We've chosen not to do that because here's an example. If we're talking about answering or asking powerful questions in the coaching process, yes, that's a powerful technique to use. So we may be able to have a three hour program on how to ask powerful questions. However, to be ICF certified, they say that any course needs to be 20 hours. We would have to artificially inflate that course to make it somehow 20 hours instead of three, even though we know you really got the training that you need in three. Now, that's just one example, but those are the kind of things, and we've just elected not to artificially put those kind of, that kind of structure on our program. So our coaching mastery program typically takes six to 12 months for somebody to complete. They can go through at their own speed, but typically it's going to be six to 12 months to go through. It also requires, in order to be certified, it requires 48, imagine that, 48 hours of documented paid coaching. So this is not, you can just volunteer at your church, you know, and get in your, no. If you want to be positioned as a coach, we require 48 hours of paid coaching. And exactly what happens is what I was anticipating. If somebody gets to that point, they are off and rolling. That's a person like Anna Powers, who I talked about earlier, who just hit six figures in her side business coaching, because once she got to the 48 hours, she was off and running. It just seemed like flowing water at that point. So we don't, we are not certified by ICF and certification in and of itself is really not important. We do have a certification program. We are certifying coaches through our coaching 48 days coaching mastery program. But again, that's for the personal coaches training benefit. It's not to impress people because you now have some letters after your name. That's not important. In the King's speech, we show the clip at our events here at our coaching mastery events. 
the king's speech, there's a clip in there where the king-to-be discovers that his coach that he had engaged in has no credentials at all. And it's this big deal. They've made inquiries, they've done research, and it's an embarrassment, and he has no credentials. And Lionel, the speech coach, said, you're right. I have no credentials, just lots of success. When I got into coaching, he says, there was really no program for that. I learned what worked with people coming back from the war who stuttered and who stammered, couldn't get their thoughts together. And I learned how to work with them and help them. But it's a really powerful thing in there. And we use that showing that clip that, yeah, there's a lot of examples about good coaches with no credentials. Now that's a perhaps more information than you wanted in the convoluted one. But um, I do believe in certification if it connects to competency. But I don't believe in certification that just rewards you for spending the money to get some materials that you now have in a closet. No. So it's a very dicey kind of thing in the coaching arena. I'll put a link to Coaching Mastery. We're, we're doing some fun things in there. I'm updating right now the Coaching 101, the basic core program for that. I'll have that finished in a couple weeks. But uh, we're, we, we are on hold right now, but we're getting ready. To, we've got people in, in queue that are waiting to get in. And as soon as I say, okay, we're ready to go, we're going to open the door again for that. That's the 48 Days Coaching Mastery Program. Wow. Well, with that, let me just take a breather here for a second, and we'll wrap up with a couple more questions. This is just a reminder. These are real-life questions. I love seeing them come in. love seeing your questions, your success stories. You got those, you know, you can go to the 48 days site. You can write them out there and shoot them into me that way. Or you can just shoot an email to me, brief email at askdan at 48days.com. Now, here's a question from Sherry. She says, I've enjoyed listening to your podcast each week for the last several years. Thankful you never plan on retiring. On a recent podcast, you mentioned talking to a young lady named Christy at the CES conference, and I was wondering if you could put me in touch with her. I'm interested in doing online sales, and would like to know how she learned about the online selling process and possibly become my mentor. Warm regards, Sherry. I like that question. I've already connected her with Christy. Now, Christy can respond any way that she wants to. But I like the question. I like the fact that Sherry took the initiative to reach out and said, I need somebody to help me in this particular line. And she uses the term mentor. Now, let's frame that a little bit because there are multiple terms, counselor, coach, consultant, mentor, or you may think they kind of go together. I mean, counselor is a more traditional process of kind of looking at what happened to you in your early years and what caused you to be where you are now. All right, there's that. Coach kind of draws a line in the sand, says, okay, I know who you are, what you are today. Where do you want to be five years from now? And as soon as we can define what that is, we can develop ways to start you on that path. That's what coaching is. Consulting typically comes in and looks at a business, uh, usually at a business organization more than an individual, and uh, identifies things that aren't working well, things that are, creates a plan. He says, here's what you need to do. And that person leaves and you do that. A mentor is more somebody kind of walks along life together with you. A mentor kind of walks alongside. A mentor doesn't have to be an expert in anything, everything, but they can be somebody who, um, you know, has expertise in a particular area. Somebody who has proven success in a particular arena. And you, so you say, I'd like that person 
to help me in that area as well. Now, you, you may hear in the background now, I pulled up an old favorite song of mine. Old song, Lean On Me. I'm going to let that play for just a little bit as I talk about a couple resources here for mentoring, and then we'll move into some more questions. <clears throat> there's, a, there's a new book out by Ken Blanchard. Now, Ken Blanchard has been around a long time. He did a lot of one-minute books. One Minute Manager was a big, popular one. Got a new book out with Claire Diaz Ortiz that's titled One Minute Mentoring, How to Find and Work with a Mentor and Why You'll Benefit from Being One. Yeah, wow, I'm going to recommend that book highly. Get that. If you're interested in getting a mentor, get that book. If you're interested in being a mentor, get that book. It's $12.64 on Amazon in hardback version. One Minute Mentoring, How to Find and Work with a Mentor, and Why You'll Benefit from Being One. Well, great stuff. And we all need someone to lean on. <laughs> this is our theme song. When I was getting my master's degree in clinical psychology, we chose this. There were about 25 of us in, the, in that graduate program, and we chose this as our theme song for the two years lean on me I'll let us go just through the basic course here one more time and then we'll switch and go on here you go Lean on me. Hey, I'm going to squeeze in one last question here before we wrap things up for the day. <clears throat> now, this comes from um, Alice, who says, I feel like the things I'm passionate about and love to do, I lack the courage to do. For example, I love to sing, but I'm extremely afraid of performing in front of people. I love to teach but once again, struggle with fear of speaking in front of people. You've talked about strengthening your emotional health before, and I struggle with self-pity, worry, and courage. I think I'm way too sensitive at work and struggle to not take things personally. What are spe some specific resources to help me overcome these downfalls? I want to focus on my strengths, but fear and self-pity and depression make it hard to get started. Wow. We need to park there for a very long time, and we don't really have the time to do it. But I'm going to give you some tips, Alice. When I talked, the opening that I used today, go above your comfort level and you'll surprise yourself. That comes from Sir Richard Branson. Seth Godin says, all the good stuff happens when we act, even if we don't know for sure. Michael Hyatt says, all the juice happens just outside your comfort zone. Those are all great encouragements to move on. But I want to go back to one of my old standards. That is the magic of thinking big. And I want to recommend that for you, Alice. The magic of thinking big. I pulled my old dog-eared yellow page copy off the shelf. Here are some of the principles in there that you can use immediately to start acting more confidently, to start thinking more confidently, and you can act yourself into being more confident. It's, it's ironic that you talk about things that you love to do, but then you're terrified of doing it. If you really love to do it, push through your terror and do it, practice doing it, and it'll become more and more comfortable. But here's some quick tips. Number one, be a front seater. Sit up front. 
let people know you're there to learn something. You're there to contribute. Number two, practice making eye contact. People who lack self-confidence typically look away when you're talking to them. Number three, walk 25% faster. Just walking with a spring in your step will put more confidence in what it is that you do. Number four, practice speaking up. Speak up. Just think up when you speak. Push, have more energy. There's one thing that gives people an edge in interviews. It's energy. High energy makes you be seen as somebody that people want on their team, somebody who has, you know, confidence, good skills. I mean, all those things seem to be true if you have energy. And you can do that. Number five, smile big. You cannot be defeated. You cannot think about these things. You cannot have self-pity, worry, and lacking courage. If you smile big, it'll just simply change your perception of what it is that you have to offer. Hey, I hope that's helpful. I love this time together. Thanks for being part of this growing group where we are, in fact, finding or creating work that is in lives, lives that are fulfilling, meaningful, and profitable. Ain't just about work. It's our whole life. Thanks for being here. Have a wonderful week.